Welcome back, everybody, to Two Guys, Three Crowns, the podcast about what it's really like to live in Stockholm, Sweden. Join me, Sean, and my fellow American, Rodney, as we explore the good, the bad, and the just plain weird. This is the story of a guy named John. Who was in a recent Swedish TV show? Dum da dum. Alfred Sverige was the name of the program, and Big John almost won. Dun 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 dun. dun. <laughs> Yay! Uh, ladies and gentlemen, our listening uh, audience, we have a special guest today guest, joining guest, us. Guest, 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 joining us from uh, from stateside, and we have John Strand. Uh, John, Ooh. welcome to the show. Welcome yeah. to the show. Hey, Ali Hoopa. There you go. <laughs> I think I think he just Sean. I think that John actually picked up a little bit more Swedish during his during his time here than yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, tala lite svenska, lite. Oh, <laughs> oh, there you go. Fantastic, John. Um, uh, Obviously, we would like to hear a little bit about uh, about the show, uh, about your experience. Um, I know that it is a ton, but why don't you go ahead and, and maybe start us off a little bit and, and let people know, yeah, about you and about the Altfersvarje journey and 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 how you ended up on this side of the pond. All right. Yeah. So uh, first off, thank you guys for having me on the show. Like this yeah. is real a real treat. And uh, I've watched a couple of your your episodes and enjoy yeah. the back and forth. And so, um, yeah, being on Ultrasferia was a life changing adventure and one that I'm still trying to sort of unravel and unpack. Like what happened? Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but so many positive things that came out of it. So many unexpected things. Um, you know, I, I saw the advertisement. At, at, I was actually at the local Svea Lodge, so they do a Santa Lucia um, celebration, and the it was crazy because I shouldn't have been there. I was supposed to be on a ski trip, and I had a buddy call, and he said, "Hey, I've got a Grammy-winning artist in town. Can we use your studio? <laughs> do you, <laughs> do you like, have any? Well, yeah, well. he said, do you have anything going on? I said, no, nothing going on at all. I canceled the ski trip." <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah. that allowed me to be in town for the Santa Lucia celebration and my kids were participating and so okay. I, I thought I was going to zoom in and because of that I found out about Alfresferia and this was in um, 2019 and so I made like the most epic audition video I could put together I probably spent like 10 hours editing this little <laughs> two minute you know thing <laughs> and uh and, and I asked my wife, I said, hey, um, are you okay with me applying for this? Because I think this is supposed to happen to our family. Right. And I used those exact words because I knew if I got selected, it was going to impact our family probably for generations. And so, I, I mean, it's that type of a show. And uh, she said, yeah. And then I showed her the video I put together and she goes, damn it, they're totally going to pick you. <laughs> <laughs> right. And so um, went through the audition process and that was just kind of like you get excited, then you hurry up and wait, get excited, yeah. hurry up and wait. Yeah. And it was multiple, you know, multi-hour interviews. They flew me. Oh, and then I get the phone call um, to go to New York and they said, what are you doing February? I think it was 11th. And I had another ski trip booked. And I said, nothing. My schedule's <laughs> wide open. <laughs> right. Cancel another ski trip. 
flat to New York. And then it's again, you wait. And then I find out, you know, you get the call, the Zoom call that everybody sees uh, right. on the intro that I'd been selected and over the moon, overjoyed. And then the world shuts down two weeks later. Wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so we had quite the, pro like, just from the time you find out to actually getting to Swedish soil uh, it was almost a two-year period. So it was quite wow. the, uh, over 18 months at least. Yeah, so. Ooh, yep. smokes. Okay. So the anticipation just built and built and built. But I would say um, I was grateful that it uh, took that long for a couple of reasons. One, it, it did truly make it that much sweeter. Yeah. And then the second big thing was um, I took the time from when I found out to when we actually, the show actually happened, to work on myself and right. just, um, and, and I was really grateful for those months to take time to meditate, mm. uh, get better as a person, um, be more present. And I, I feel yeah. like it, it truly allowed me to go in more present uh, for the experience than I would have had it happened when it happened. Right. Mm. Yep. Right. Yeah, that is, um, and, and just to let people that don't know uh, Altfersvarja, and I believe, what do they call it back in the States? It's like the Great American Adventure? The or Great the, Swedish Adventure. Swedish Adventure. Great. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Um, and it is, uh, it is a, what would you, would you call it reality, not game show, it's not a game show, but it is like a competition. Yeah. And um, all of the participants that go over will go ahead and, and uh, learn a little bit uh, about their families. Um, yep. And then in the hopes of being the last person standing uh, with the opportunity to have a big family reunion with, yes. uh, with the rest of the, the family. This was, this was season 10. Um, yep. And just to let you know, my wife and I are huge fans since, uh, since like the, the very first season. Um, and when you say about the, the process of actually getting chosen to participate, I'm wondering like season one and season two, they might've just been like, eh, you want to know about Sweden? <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah. Come on, come on. We'll see you next week. We'll see you next yeah. week. Um, but it is, uh, it, it's, it, it's a really enjoyable, especially I think for expats that are living over here. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's it, well. It, it, the show itself really attracts a Swedish audience, um, but also a lot of us expats that are here. It's an opportunity for us to to see a you know a, a show that that has yeah, quite a bit of English uh, in there. Um, yeah. But experiencing the 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 journey with you, and now you. Tell us a, a little bit about because obviously you were involved with your Swedish roots. You were involved uh, with Svea, with Lucia, um, so the Scandinavian and Swedish traditions uh, back in the States. Had you been to Sweden uh, bef before the show? No, I had not. And that was something I think was a requ requisite to apply as you can't okay. have been to Sweden before because I think they want to capture your reaction for the first right. time to yeah. all the places they're taking you and all of the experiences and the, the cultural, you know, they highlight the cultural differences. Sure. And, uh, you know, like, like you said, it's a really beautiful show, though. I think that was part of the draw. If it had been a focus on drama, I wouldn't have even applied. But it's right. such a wholesome sort of refreshing take on reality TV where they're they um, in fact, I was talking with um, Anders about this and, and they mm. said uh, 
I don't even know if I should say this, but he was saying how alt for, for Norway, the original one, really right. screwed up because they focused on the competition and then telling the winner's story. And he goes, there are 10 stories here that are highly impactful, highly emotional. Right. And, and what they do is they really focus on the person and telling their story and creating the experience for that individual. And, and so... Um, and, and they even told us, they said, if we capture a fight on film, it'll never see the light of day. Like, that's right, not the well. point. The, the point is for you to, they, I mean, it's, it's just a focus on, on love and family and reuniting right. with your family. Yeah, and then kind of funky things start happening there. Um, and the first people start leaving. Uh, how, how, I mean, how did that change the, the dynamic of the group? Was it? Well, there were, I mean, multiple dynamics. One, like you said, everybody got very close. And mm -hmm. one, I really appreciated experiencing Sweden for the first time with other people that cared so deeply, that mm -hmm. had the same, because for years I wondered, am I just weird? Like I'm this American who really identifies with his Swedish heritage and why do I love this country so much? <laughs> right, 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 <laughs> and, right. Uh, I've never been, but, um, you know, it was nice to meet other people that cared so deeply. And then mm. the producers were so good at casting just great people. And so yeah. mm. we naturally just clicked and bonded. And um, and you're in such a tight bubble. I mean, you're mm -hmm. spending every minute of every day. And a lot of the times filming was a 10-hour day or more. And so, wow. yeah. I, I was trying to do the math. I think what the um, audience actually saw versus what our experience was, I think you guys got to experience about 4% of yeah. the show. <laughs> Imagine <laughs> how much time the editors have to spend. Oh, I oh yeah. I, I was yeah. thinking, like, yeah. how do you even start to sort through what you're going to oh. use and what you're not? And the, I mean, so many good right. moments to choose from. But as the competition started, um, it was interesting. Everybody was really supportive. So I wouldn't say yeah. the group dynamics changed in a bad way. If bad anything, way. Right. we got closer together um, because you're going through this intense stress. And it was incredibly stressful. I mean, that's I can't wait to come back to Sweden and not have the yeah. fear that I'm going home to <laughs> give a day. Gonna... <laughs> it's going to be nice. Right. <laughs> so just kind of breathe a little deeper. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and then they do, they hype it up. They, they heighten your awareness of what's going on. And so right. these competitions, I, I, in fact, I called Trevor Olson a week after we'd gotten home. I'm like, are you okay? And we're all going through this crazy withdrawal and culture shock. <laughs> right. and he goes, yeah, I just realized like five days ago, the single most important event that my life was hinging on was counting the number mm. of beans in a coffee can. Right, right, right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, it's the most important thing in the world to know. Right. How many beans there are? <laughs> yeah, do I, <laughs> so, do, I yeah, do I go all in? Do I save a couple beans? What is yeah. she? And then I'm yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, but we were truly like as it went on, just truly happy for each person that would make it to the next round, and and happy to go right. through with certain people. Trevor and I said in our very first van ride, we just we kind of hit it off actually in Denmark when we were we had a quarantine over there and mm -hmm. hit it off right away and. We looked at each other and we we're like, "You and me are going all the way to the finals, bud. It, ha right. it has to." Yeah, uh, yeah, so yeah. we we were thrilled. Like the night it came down to the final, you know, four, and it right. was the two of us still in it. It was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think I think that what's what's really special too about the show is, uh, for one, that there's such a big mixture of of people. I mean, mm -hmm. it, it's different ages, 
Uh, It's different backgrounds. You're picking people from everything from the West Coast to the East Coast um, that have this, you know, this Swedish connection in common. And regardless of what everybody does in their day to day life, all of a sudden everybody, you know, is in Sweden kind of looking back in history, really where this whole where their whole journey really, really began. Yeah. Um, Now, you you guys also had a real musical a real musical group i mean <laughs> there was uh, there was an episode and i think i, I sent uh, sean a link to the song um mm-hmm. but i i was sitting there because you were in stockholm and uh you were going to spend the day uh, together and in a studio you were going to write and put together a song and we sat, both my wife and I sat in the couch. Now we knew, uh, having watched the other episodes, that you guys were musical, that you all yeah. kind of had, you know. Uh, but I got to tell you, I, I got a little, I got a little worried. I was like, I don't know what's going to happen in the in the <laughs> studio. <clears throat> yeah. And and how was that to? Because you're you're kind of out of your environment, but the musical side kind of gave you all an opportunity to, you know, to actually do your thing a little bit. Um, yeah, it was nice. The uh, again, this is like a little behind the scenes. I think we were supposed to do something else uh, that they had planned, and it fell through. And uh, so, last minute, they're scrambling. What do we do? And we're like, well, let's put, let's throw them in a studio. I mean, why not? <laughs> so, <laughs> right. so they had sort of casually mentioned to Trevor and I, "Hey, would you be up for writing a song?" And we said, "Sure," and not really knowing like what the expectations were, yeah. and then. Um, we uh, so we had worked on it maybe for two or three hours before um, the that episode. Yeah. And so yeah, not your typical songwriting approach at <laughs> all. And then right. we thought, okay, well this this might be all right. I'm sure they just want to see us like doing a song. And then we and we got back to the hotel. It, this was a Sunday night on one of our nights off. We right. had a note note from the executive producer. How's the song going? Please call me. Hopefully, <laughs> and we're just like. Oh shoot! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so, and no pressure. So, no pressure. Yeah, yeah, so tired. So Trevor and I stayed up pretty late trying to like get it together and and mm. got maybe half the lyrics worked out and, and got it to a place where we're like okay th- this you could you could film us uh, recording this thing and then we did another sort of lyric writing session mm-hmm. and that sally got involved in that um, nikki was there and uh, erica was there so the five of us were just in a room sort of refining lyrics go into the studio the next day yeah not happy with several parts of the song mm-hmm. and so we're editing on the fly so the brit like when you saw sally and i writing the bridge that right. was in real time we're like the current bridge is not working so so I grabbed the guitar and we went out and we were like, well, Trevor can track the verses. We'll rewrite yeah. this bridge. <laughs> so we changed the whole melody. And, uh, you know, it just it came smokes. together and yeah. turned into, a, you know, I think a, a really um, beautiful sort of homage to our experience. Hey, and, you know what? Um, for one, we were we were so impressed with uh, with what was shown during the episode. We were, mm-hmm. um, the song is, I think the song is fantastic. Um, Thank you. Even enough to actually have gone back. I've, I've actually watched it, you know, a couple times, you know, mm-hmm. so I, I, I thought it was, but it was really fun to see 
all of you come together and generate and we'll go ahead and make sure that we put uh, put links up in the in the description for people to go in and 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 check it out but wow yeah. um well, and, and on the, you, uh, oh go ahead no no i was just gonna say um because you you work with music back yes. yeah okay. yeah i'm in my studio right now so we got all the the fun toys here and okay. uh, the yeah. yeah music is probably my biggest passion in life um and so as much time as I can get in the studio, it just that's where I, I come to life. Um, the two places is either if I'm skiing in the mountains and you just feel your soul open up or uh, right here, you know, we're working on um, that, that expression of feeling, you know, with melody. And so and I'll tell you a, a quick note on the song um, that's been fun. One, I just want to say, you know, taxi. Yatimiket to Sperja because the Swedes have been listening to that like crazy on Spotify, so it, it's it's kind of taken off and. That's me. Yeah, I think that, you. That's that's you, me. I mean, so you're, I'm running, I'm running those up those numbers. I'm I telling you. I'm, yeah, I, I I looked and there was one house that had a hundred thousand streams, so it's probably you. And then um, we've had a few more. Um, <laughs> so thank it, you for it, that. It was me and another guy named Lars. Yeah, okay. <laughs> very good. <laughs> but it's like but yeah. you're in the studio writing music or you're on the mountain skiing. No wonder they uh, casted you. Clearly, it's in the blood. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I'm drawn to woods and water. And then I find out that I, I hail from Vermland, which is all yeah. woods and water. Water. And, uh, and music, you know, a lot of musicians. So that was highly, highly emotional to emotional. find out that it's right. it's truly in the blood. And sometimes... You know, we have these character traits that you're like, well, where does that come from? And why mm. am I this way? You find out, oh, it's actually from eight generations ago. <laughs> hey, and it was, uh, and, and that popped up and has popped up in the past before, but it was almost spooky mm -hmm. how, yeah. uh, how, many, uh, how many of you, when going back a couple of generations, saw where the connection, <laughs> where the yeah. connection came from. Um, and yeah, super, super emotional to be out there kind of questioning, come to Sweden, and then all of a sudden start getting some insight. Okay, well, yeah. yeah. Um, what are some of the more memorable moments for you? I mean, it was just this nonstop ride with the show, but what are some yep. of the more memorable uh, moments for you? The, some of the big ones would be actually some of the stuff that wasn't on film. And so uh, we had so much fun in the car rides and um, <laughs> I <laughs> just singing and enjoying each other's company. And uh, but the some of the so that I mean, I, I'll cherish that forever is just some of the, the deep conversations and uh, exploring Stockholm with my castmates on our days off. Um, mm -hmm. I, I'll, I'll cherish that forever. The, and then the huge impactful things were some of what you saw um, with me going to Vermland and, and some of the things discovering on family. There was some stuff that, you know, they, they have to make these edits. But for me personally, I did not expect to experience as much healing as right. I, mm. I did over there. And that was powerful. And they, they touched on it a little bit in the episodes. But there um, it's interesting I'm no stranger to pain and, you know, I, I've just there's been death in the family and yeah. um, and hardship and and a lot of people are, are impacted by that. You know, I'm, I'm 
I'm not throwing a pity party over here, but right. the um, there was a point in my life where I lost some significant people, you know, my mother, mm -hmm. my grandfather. Um, in fact, the reason I started writing music, the girl I was in love with was killed in a car wreck when I was 16. And so it, and I didn't know how to process. So, and I knew right. four chords on a guitar and I wrote a song, you know, and, and I've been writing songs ever since. Mm -hmm. And I, I got to this point where I, I really wondered, like, am I ever going to be okay? You know, mm -hmm. am I going to, and but the death has also influenced the way I live. It's why I seek adventure. It's why I seek joy. I think, mm -hmm. you know, you start to realize like what a gift life is and how short it can be. And so, um, you know, I, I want to be able to to spread that to other people and, and to try to love well, you know. And so yeah. but but at the same time, ha feeling like a little broken right here. And there right. was a very impactful moment where I'm sitting on the steps, um, opening my, my box. Mm -hmm. and, and a funny note on that, um, there were so many ants because it was like untreated <laughs> ground that we kept having to cut and they would put, I'd sit on a blanket, then we'd do the wide shot and we'd take the blanket away and cut and our legs were covered. I mean, oh, covered. and we'd have to yeah. stop filming, brush the ants off, but I'm talking tens of thousands of ants. I've never seen it's, anything yeah. like it. So anyway, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. you're like crying, brushing the ants off, crying some more. <laughs> and, <laughs> but I'm reading this letter, which was so beautifully written and crafted um, about the generational struggle mm -hmm. and about the, you know, especially about the, the boy who was eight years old who um, lo loses both parents. And, mm -hmm. you know, I felt like I could relate to that so well. And here the the bottom drops out and not only does the bottom drop out but he's now homeless and he's going from farm to farm and i just can't imagine how many times he would have wanted to roll up and yeah. just die in a ditch you know and, and give up right. and it's like he could have never imagined that because he persevered and because he pushed through that there's these three i get emotional talking about yeah. it now but these three yeah. beautiful kids yeah. <laughs> of mine yeah. that will never yeah. have to know that that are so full yeah. of life and so full of energy and um that generational i i felt like i could just place it the right. generational struggle and how each generation gets better um and i really felt like my heart open i felt like i could feel my grandpa there yeah. you know and i felt like i could feel um my mother and just this sense of like i felt like a piece got put back and yeah. I, I i felt this wholeness um that i think came from being in the land and and being reading these stories and knowing right. like it's all actually okay you know mm -hmm. and, and this beauty will echo for generations um and those decisions echo for generations and, yeah. and I just I felt like I could place it and make sense out a lot more sense out of it. So I yeah. mean that that's a huge takeaway. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And then the other I know the um, the second episode was kind of controversial since Sweden's not a, a religious um, country. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, but for me it was really impactful to sit to to go back to a place where I felt like I'd experienced a lot of pain, you know, and a lot of. Um, abuse from the church and realize you got to let go and you got to mm. forgive and then be in, in, around somebody like pastor amos who's just a ball of love like his right. mission in life is to love people well and um 
there's a powerful moment where this was off camera too. I'm sort of mm -hmm. going through all this philosophical, you know, what about this and this <laughs> and this? And he just puts his arm on my shoulder and he goes, John, you don't have to be anywhere. He's like, mm -hmm. God's chasing you. So mm -hmm. just relax. <laughs> I, just, I felt this weight come off. I'm like, I don't, I, I don't have to have this figured out right now. Right. And in the church setting, I realized I haven't forgiven all the people that hurt mm. me. And so mm. I just, I, I let go. And you see me crying at the end of the episode where I, I was yeah. I said, this is the most free I've felt in a very long time. And it was because of that. It was just right. real, not letting go of, of all of that past stuff. Just a, a, a little bit of, of painful luggage that mm -hmm. you've been uh, carrying. And I think that, um, I, I think that what it also shows is you know, when we say we're having a tough day and yep. when you hear the stories of what, you know, generations uh, have gone through in order for <laughs> us to be where we're oh, yeah. at today. And it's like, oh, no hot water, you know, and it's. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And the stories uh, that, that that you found uh, and, and got to hear about your uh, about your ancestry uh, yep. was was amazing. What are your plans for coming back? Yeah, uh, so we have plans. We're already booked to come back in July. So we're okay. going to be there wow. for three weeks. So I'm yeah. over the moon to bring my family. And, um, oh, wait, I, I want to circle back to one thing that was also incredibly memorable for me. Mm -hmm. They took away our cell phones for five weeks, almost six weeks. So no what? cell phone nice. whatsoever. It was locked in a box. I thought we'd get them on the wow. weekends at least to yeah. navigate Stockholm. Nope. And, oh, my goodness. Uh, it was the best gift I think I've ever received uh, because you're you're not scrolling at night and reading all these terrible news stories and you're not I, I found myself just being more present in conversation right. for people you're, even if you're at lunch and they go to use the restroom what do you normally do you pull out your phone because you can't sit there by yourself uh, sure. for five minutes for, for a second and, for and a second get, yeah. yeah exactly you get involved in 10 other people's lives and then that person comes back and, and you're not as present well yeah. it's different if you're just sitting there and you pick right back up so lunches would be like two and three four hours sometimes uh, wow. because the conversation would go so deep and um, I came back home and my wife she after a day she goes you're more at peace than i've ever seen you before mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> and so yeah. i think not having the constant bombardment of information plus sure. everything else that happened was great um and then yeah so come i can't wait to come back though uh my children have been practicing swedish like almost every day my son wow. had like a 160 some day streak going on <laughs> yeah and so yeah. we're trying to get the languages as fast as we can and then um so my dad is going to join us. He just booked his ticket for the first week. Uh, he has wow. never been to Sweden, and he's oh. 100% Swedish. So um, yeah. both his parents um, are, are 100%. Hmm. And so we, we plan on doing our own family reunion, uh, which I'm so excited, and we've got plans to go to, to different places. Hmm. And uh, it, I, I can't wait to share it with my family, family. you know, and, and yeah. have them experience it. Yeah, that is. I, I was thinking about that. That could almost be another game show where they send people to Sweden without their cell phones for five weeks. Yeah, um, you know, but a adding Google <laughs> Translation alone. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, now, you were at a soccer game the other day. 
Yes. Yep. Yes. Yeah. So all three of my children play soccer. So oh. Saturday we have six games. <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> yeah. When, when I'm not skiing and doing music and then I You're do driving, con- I do business consulting as well. Okay. So I think I'm r- like running three companies right now. And, um, the <laughs> and, and you're an Uber being, driver for all the and kids. Then, yeah, yeah. And then shuffling kids around. Well, my wife is actually a hero when it comes to that. But um, and then, yeah, I, I've done some assistant coaching on my daughter's team. And so we're full tilt like springtime is just soccer, soccer, soccer. Yeah. Ball. Fantastic. But, uh, and they'll be game. able to be able to experience that uh, a bit when they come over. Um, any reason why you didn't choose to come over in November or December? Uh, I mean, <laughs> the, I, I want my kids to like the country. Okay. It's highly manipulative on my point. <laughs> right. so, Good it choice. It was cold enough Good. when we were there, you know. Yeah, and, yeah. And uh, at the end of summer, man, we got some, some really cold weather. And it was funny because yeah. I had packed mostly like shorts and T-shirts. So I was like, right. oh, it's summer. It's, it'll be warm. Nope. It's still Sweden. No. Yeah, nope, yeah. Sweden. <laughs> But uh, but also, yeah, timing wise, it, it made more sense uh, as far as the kids. Sure. Sure. Yeah. I was just thinking, like you said, if you want some place to, you know, somebody to uh, to get a, a good dose of, of Sweden and stay, you would you would aim towards summer months. Yeah. We, uh, we know that November and December aren't the <laughs> that's not but the side of yeah, that's not the side as, of the house you want to show. <laughs> no, I'll tell you, though, as a skier, I am Ooh, more, yeah. than, more than happy to be there to in come the over. time. So yeah, yeah. I'd love to go to Ura and Ooh, uh, yeah. ski out there. I mean, I've been a Ewan Olsen fan for forever, mm. and that's one of his, I think his home mountain is there. So I'd love to go yeah. ski there and then um, some other places. But, uh, and I used to, for work, used to go to the Twin Cities all the time. And that's, okay. I think, very similar as far as, like, cold. You know, you wake up in the middle of winter and it's negative 20 uh, ambient right. temperatures. Yeah. Yeah. It's all mindset. It's like the, uh, this, in the, the Swedish mentality, there's no bad weather, only bad clothes. Bad clothes. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I don't know, um, man. Some of that wind, though, it doesn't matter the kind of clothes you have on. It just goes right through. <laughs> right through the, right. <laughs> Um, John, what about uh, what about like some things that that maybe surprised you? Because you seem knowledgeable uh, of Sweden. Were there was there anything that uh, that maybe you didn't expect or you found surprising when you when you came? Yeah, I mean, several things. One, I would I would say I was knowledgeable on some of the cultural, you know, mm-hmm. the, especially when it comes to holidays and food. So none of the food scared yeah. me whatsoever. I mean, I'll I'll, mm-hmm. I'll eat Lutfisk for days, you know, I love right. it, so, or sill. But there were several things that I thought were really um, surprising culturally. And one, okay. so one, you hear like Swedes don't want to talk to you, right? And the kind of the right. cold shoulder and all of that. And yeah. so here's what was surprising for me. I really didn't experience that. <laughs> and I know some people in our cast did, but right. most of the time, and I don't know if it, it just, I mean, so I teach a lot of sales training and in sales, you know, one of the most important things okay. is the icebreaker and then be genuine. Sure. And so yeah. I, I don't know if it was just not having a cell phone. You walk up, you ask for directions and you have that icebreaker yeah, yeah. or if we were just, right. um, putting out energy that was, you know, was summertime working for helps. us. <laughs> summertime yeah. helps yeah. a okay. lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or, or if people were just being nice, like one, one, 
and inwardly they were offended and thought we were crazy. But um, whatever the reason was, uh, yeah. we, we had great interactions. But I thought that, in fact, it was so rewarding to me to be accepted as Swedish because um, mm -hmm. that was another fear I had. What if I go there? I love this country. And then they're like, you're a stupid American. And uh, <laughs> 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 like, get away. <laughs> and instead, yeah. just fully uh, so welcoming. And then my favorite was I would have a lot like this happened probably five times. People come to me and start speaking Swedish at me. And I'm like, yes, oh, I blend in, wow. <laughs> you know. Yeah, 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 and yeah. so I was more than happy to be mistaken as 100 percent Swedish, you know. And so it was okay, nice. Hey, John, so when people were talking to you, you weren't wearing your Alt for Sabadia t-shirt. Nope, nope, no. Okay. I, I tried <laughs> okay. to dress like a little more low key. I, I didn't have my uh, my absolute Svenska, you know. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. My the tourist shirts. Like, hug, <laughs> yeah. Hug me, I'm Swedish. Yeah, none of none of that. Uh, some people in our, our group did uh, have stuff like that on, mm. but I, I tried to avoid and just kind of maintain a low profile and and so. Do the um, uniform, all black, everything, and white tennis shoes. You'll that's and that's what I wear <laughs> anyway, like every day. So <laughs> I was prepared. <laughs> there, so, there you go. But I I was impressed. I mean, culturally, it was a it was incredible to find out the mandatory five weeks vacation. The work-life mm. balance is so much better. Um, in fact, one of the first things I did when I got back here to the U.S., the, one of the companies I'm working with, I told the guys, I, I want you all taking five weeks vacation. You, you, I think you should. You should be enjoying. Like, Why are you going to work this hard if you can't enjoy it? And, and plus, I just saw the happiness levels and that balance of like, even you go to the bathhouse and people are there not to be on their cell phones. You know, they're there to like, they have whole sitting right. areas where in, in America you would be on the phone and, and in the bathhouse, it's like, sit, read the paper, maybe talk a little, you know? So yeah, that was great. Um, and then the educational aspect was incredible to see the emphasis on music and the arts. Right. It's, you know, yeah. no wonder Sweden's the third largest exporter of music in the world. They're, they, they've mm -hmm. got two teachers to a class size of 25 people, and they're multiple hours every day learning music. I mean, how, how cool is yeah. that? And I, I would, I don't know if there's any studies on this, but I bet if you did study, it's probably contributing to mental health, um, just the, the overall sure. happiness, because when you give people an outlet um, for, for that, it, it just... Then you're not carrying things. You're you're expressing it and getting it out, and your your soul's more full. You know. Yeah, uh, <clears throat> creative people absolutely have to have an outlet <clears throat> for yep. that creativity. So yep. that is uh, definitely definitely on point. Um, oh, and then one more John, thing. Sorry, want... if you have time. <laughs> the, yeah, I love absolutely. How just, the Swedes don't care so much about nudity, which I think is healthy. <laughs> <clears throat> Like, like, why do we get so worked up about our bodies, you know? <laughs> and so I love how it's like, if you're going to swim, go naked. And uh, there was one sure. night, now this was not captured on film either, but we were in that big hot tub. As far as on, you know. Now as far yeah, as yeah, you yeah. know. The juicy stuff. <laughs> yeah, the juicy details. All right. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I'll, I'll try to keep it PG. No, it is PG. Um, <laughs> but the... Uh, 
We're in that big hot tub up in uh, in Vindeln, you know, just north of Umeå. That's right. And, uh, right. And so, which was cool. I'd never been in a wood-fired hot tub. And it was really cold. The wind is whipping. We're right next to a big lake. And uh, I said, Trevor, we got to go swim. And Erica, you know, she's like, swim? Did someone say swim? I, You know, and so, right. so yeah, she yeah, comes yeah. with us. And we get about, it's a 200-yard walk to, to enter the water. We get halfway there, and I, I said, I'm going naked. And Trevor goes, really? And I said, yeah, do what you want. But I said, <laughs> I, I am jumping. There's only one way to do this lake, and that is in the nude. Right. And so he's like, all right, well, okay. And so so next thing, three of us all stripped down, and we were walking into the, and it's freezing water. And it was like out of a movie. There's all these reeds, and we walk through it. Right. Like there's fog kind of. And right as the fog part parts, and we're walking through the reeds into the open lake, and the the waves are splashing up on us, yeah. and there's no yeah. there's there's one other like light on the lake, and then it's all moonlight, and we just start screaming like just going ah you know <laughs> and just this fully fully alive. Um, the Trevor we got out and he goes that was one of the most human things I've done. Like I just felt fully human. It was non-sexual, just very, just very, um, just, just connecting with the elements in nature and just, you feel that surge go through of adrenaline from the cold water, uh, especially after that, that hot tub. And and it was like, it's, we walk back and just to sort of, as a joke, I, I I didn't put my swimsuit back on when I walked back. So the, all the camera crews there and the producers, and they're like, were you just, were you naked? And I'm standing there naked. I was like, I'm still, I'm still naked. And, uh, naked. <laughs> and, uh, one of the, wait, wait, the go segment, back, do it again, do it again. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And one of the segment producers, he goes, ah, oh, now you are fully Swedish. <laughs> Swedish. There you go. I am. I'm going to take your advice because uh, down here in Nina's Ham we have like a little swim area. So uh-huh. um, I'll, I'll I'll go ahead and, and test that out. The screaming and the, I'll keep the an nudity eye out for thing. The police reports. <laughs> and I'll probably yeah I'll probably be uh, stateside in no time. Um, yeah, there you go. <laughs> hey, John, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, it was yeah. a pleasure to have you. And um, yeah, I mean it's wonderful. I was going to say to meet you in person, almost meet you in person. Uh, yep. You know, if for some somehow it would be great to see you in July, if you know, if you mm-hmm. guys end up swinging through Stockholm, uh, but we're going to stay in touch. We're going to put up uh, links in the description so that people can find you, see okay. what you've done and what you're what you're doing, um, yeah. and then maybe we can pop up and visit with you again down the road. Okay. Yeah, I would love to connect for sure. That'd be great. And uh, it, it's that's something I look forward to when I go back is just connecting with some of the people I met and uh, further deepening those relationships. So it'd be great. And uh, yeah, if you put links, I mean, we've got, I, I'll brag more not about myself, but the artists that I'm working with, man, um, mm. and, and I'll make it easy for people to find them. But we're working with some talented people that have some great music coming out. And so, uh, yeah, definitely check that out. And then if you... I'm doing behind the scenes on YouTube. Did you guys see any of those? Mm, I'm doing. Okay, so I yet. have a channel. I have a channel called On the John, and um, it's sort of a play right. on words, which um, Americans <laughs> get. Swedes are probably like, "What? What? On you know, on the yun, you know, <laughs> on the yon, on the yon." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <Right>. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, so. 
Uh, they're pretty slow to edit because I'm the only one editing them, but I have four episodes up where we go behind the scenes and talk about more about the show in depth. And so it might be for fans of the show. I've been getting feedback that people are enjoying those. So it'd be uh, if they want to check that out as well. There, there's my plug. <laughs> yeah, great. So we will put all of those in the description of the episode. And yeah, hope to have you back soon. Awesome. Well, talk to Miket and hello. Uh, <laughs> All right, everyone, that is going to do it for this week's episode. Thank you so, so much to John for stopping by the pod. And thanks to every one of you for listening in. We're going to put some links in the episode description to go check out all the cool, amazing stuff that John has going on. And as always, be sure to head over to our Instagram as well and see what we got cooking in our off hours. Then come back here next time for more Two Guys, Three Crowns. Three Crowns.